Cambridge 105 Radio. Want to do your everyday shopping and raise funds for Cambridge 105 Radio? With easy fundraising, it's easy. Easy fundraising partners will donate part of what you spend to Cambridge 105 Radio. And it won't cost you any extra. Choose from great brands like Amazon, John Lewis, Etsy, H&M and Screwfix. Sign up now at cambridge105.co.uk slash easy fundraising. Thank you. Cambridge Breakfast with Julian Clover. Cambridge 105 Radio. Cambridgeshire Fire and Rescue Service have launched Older Drivers Workshops. It's a free workshop for those 65 and over, designed to help future-proof their driving skills. And pleased to say, uh, tell us more, Kathleen Bowman uh, joins me. She is the Road Safety Officer uh, for Cambridgeshire Fire and Rescue. Good morning. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. Um, So what are the danger points uh, for motorists as they they get older? So... Older, older drivers, and I use older in the loosest possible term because I don't think 65 really counts as old. Um, it's all to do with physical and cognitive ability. So things like eyesight, things like um, losing sensation in hands and feet, memory issues, being able to physically do a shoulder check, and then you've got the whole thing about prescription medications and the drug driving laws and renewing your licence and things. So that's, that's why we've launched this, because over 65s, more relevant to them than any other age group. It's interesting because we, we're doing some training around the radio station and there are things which I really should know and I've forgotten. And Rob, our engineer, had to tell me, oh, yes, no, you really actually should be doing it this way. And now I'm slightly worried that the same might be happening with my driving as well. Quite possibly. It, it's very common that you pass your test when you're 17, you're 18, you drive for 40 years with nobody else, you know, really watching you. You pick up quite a lot of bad habits. Um, I've done it with my dad, who I will say is not quite an older driver, but it's close. Um, he doesn't do breakaway signals on roundabouts. He's forgotten shoulder checks. Oh, no, hang on a moment now. We have to declutter <laughs> this a little bit. First of all, because you mentioned shoulder checks earlier on. What's the shoulder check? So... If you're moving into another lane, so on the A14 you're going from second to third lane or something, before you actually move out, what you're supposed to do is do a shoulder check, which is effectively look behind you over your well, right literally shoulder. Literally, look behind. Yeah, very okay. quick glance, because you're checking your blind spot, particularly because most cars now will do the speed limit or their abouts. It's very easy to have a car or a motorbike in your blind spot and then you pull out and then you knock them over. Um, The same with if you're getting out of the car, what they actually teach now is what's called the Dutch door handle grab. Oh, I've seen this. (laughs) So when you open your door, rather than open your door with your right hand and fling the door right out, what you do is you actually open it with your left hand and that forces you to look behind you because you're looking for bikes. Particularly important in Cambridge because loads of people get what we call doored, which is you open your driver's side door and then the cyclist comes and runs into it and goes crunch. Right, and what what was the other one you were mentioning there as well? The breakaway signals. So... This is something that learner drivers will know about because they'll be drilled into them by the instructions. But if you're going round a roundabout and say you're turning third exit right, you indicate right to show you're going that way. And then after you've got past the second exit, you're actually supposed to then indicate left to show you're taking the next exit. If you keep your right indicator on, it looks like you're going round and round in circles, a bit like Marge on The Simpsons. But you're supposed to then indicate when you're going to your exit. And that's how people know it's safe for them to join the roundabout. Really little things, but 
loads of people forget them because they've you know they've passed when they're seventy. Now I'm, I do I do the the indicating yes. thing, and I've I've always done that. Never never really stopped. I'm slightly worried. I don't do the looking around thing. Mm. However, the car we have has a little light which comes on on the on yes. the mirror. Is that an excuse not to do it, or should I still be paying attention? You should still do it. So, okay. So the little light is what's called a blind spot indicator. It's part of what we call ADAS, which is Advanced Driver Assistance Systems. Very catch title. And effectively, it's supposed to assist with checking your blind spot, but it doesn't negate checking a blind spot. The same way if you're using automatic parking, that doesn't negate the need to look around and make sure somebody's not running into the road or there's a kid with a football or something. The same way your cruise control doesn't mean you can take your hands off the steering wheel or move your feet and prop them up on the dashboard. So they're all assistance systems, but they don't replace being aware of your surroundings. Okay, now that 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 makes sense. And you've got a collection of courses. Uh, they're day, I say they're day long. They're only a, a few hours, so Two you hours. can spare spare some time to go. And I, I guess the ones nearest to us, Cambridge Fire Station, is that's first on the list, isn't yes, it? Yes, that's um, our launch. Okay, that is good. And then we've got Huntingdon, uh, Ely, uh, and Sawston. I know I know there are others which you're doing. They're a tiny tiny bit further out from us. Um, but I, basically, with those, nobody has any excuse not to. To, uh, not to no. go along if they think they might be interested. What will people learn? So they'll learn what's the rule about eyesight um, and the laws around eyesight. We'll talk about drug driving. So prescription drugs is the big one there. What so the I was going to say drug driving in elderly people. It doesn't necessarily... <laughs> not that over 65 is elderly, he said quickly. But um, that... You wouldn't imagine that would be a problem. So, so drug driving, when we talk to people, they think you're illegal, you're cannabis, you're cocaine, you're methamphetamine, you're ecstasy things. Actually, <clears throat> there are more drugs in law that are prescription drugs that are under the drug driving rule than fully illegal drugs. So there is a list, but it's things like um, morphine or opioid-based um, painkillers, various different seizure medications, things that you can still drive provided you have permission of your doctor and what happens is people get prescribed it the doctor assumes they're not going to drive because it says don't operate plant machinery plant machinery is a car i don't think that's very clear on the no you, you kind of assume it's a jcb yes. don't you or something yes, something dangerous um so we talk about the laws around that and we give people the list of drugs they can go away we do things about the warning signs for somebody struggling to drive this is more for people's friends or people's relatives so they can start to say actually you've got new scratches on the car you keep clipping the curb you're over revving the engine these are all signs that people might need some assistance whether that's some extra mirrors or they would benefit from a more modern car that's got parking sensors and things um, and we talk about alternatives to driving so if somebody's sat there going i'm actually not comfortable driving but it's the only way i get my shopping we talk about alternatives. So for one example, there is a charity that will pick you up at your door, drive you to the supermarket, leave you to do your shopping at your own pace, and then drive you back. So if the only reason you use your car is to go to the supermarket because you don't like online shopping, actually, there's things out there that can prevent that's, you from that's driving a you're very That's a very interesting one. I don't tend to use uh, a car a lot, really, because mm. live in the, uh, the, 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 the city centre. We do, have, we do have, have a car, but my wife tends to use that the most because she has further, f- further, further to go. And I guess that in itself is an issue for people, particularly when they're, they're older, is that you're not going through the routine that often. Yes. So familiarity 
you know, people have it when they commute as soon as they stop commuting. They then usually restrict what roads they drive on. And then suddenly a holiday comes or you've got grandkids and things and you're driving on roads that you haven't driven on before or actually you're driving a car that you haven't driven and the clutch is in a slightly different place or the seat's not in the right place or the steering wheel things. So there are a lot of things to consider. There's also the question of, is it worth having a car financially? if you live somewhere that's actually got good transport and we go through there's a whole calculator that's really in depth as well and helps people make a good financial decision if they want and a whole whole different argument about <laughs> the trans- transport around Cambridgeshire but I, I, I get I get the point so yeah so we, we cover a lot of stuff and what's quite nice is they're small groups so there's 10 to 20 people at most and me and my colleague who run these we're guided by what people want to talk about so if people want to have an in-depth conversation about alternatives to driving because they're actually sat in there going i really don't like driving but i feel i have to we'll spend more time on that if people want to know more about the medications if somebody's got relatives who have eyesight problems we can talk about that so we're really guided by what the people who come along want to talk about and do you have to book to go along to one of these you do just so we don't have too many people in in an ideal world so if you visit the website if you search for cams fire old drivers the email address that you book onto is road.safety at camsfire.gov.uk that is also on the website and basically you email us with your name and a contact number and the names of the people you want to come on the course if there's two of you and one of you is over 65 and one of you is under 65 you can both come along that's not a problem and then we'll either book you onto a course or we'll say you know the courses are full but here's the next date available here's the alternatives everything's on the website if there's somebody you know who you think would really benefit but doesn't have the internet you can always ring us so if you call the phone number on the fire service website 01480 i think it's treble four five hundred double check because i've probably given the wrong one um and you can ring us up as well and then what we'll do is we'll call that person back and say we know you want to come on one of these workshops here are the workshops here are the dates which one suits you so and they are free that's that's yes, the important absolutely. thing just to have to book obviously because of numbers but um there's, free. Not, um there's free tea there's free coffee there's freebies given out everything's given on a bit of paper so you don't have to remember anything you don't have to write notes you can literally turn up let it wash over you have a nibble of a biscuit and a cup of tea and then poodle on your I way think paying attention might be a good idea but no that's that, that that's 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 very that's very good I'm, I'm intrigued as to how how you end up personally as a as a um well f- first of all it's road safety now i'm I, I always have to check myself to say they're not the fire brigade they are the fire and yes. rescue service and i'm guessing it's the rescue bit that yes. the um that the, the road safety comes under yes yeah, so we actually as a fire service we attend more car cra- car crashes and road road traffic incidents than we do fires so that's why we've gone from the fire brigade to the fire and rescue service because the rescue is what we do more of and you know it's it's the firefighters that i work with who have to go and cut people up cars and have to go and fish cars out of ditches of water and things so so that's why the fire service is involved so i'm a uniformed professional I've got lots of experience but at the same time I'm not the police and I feel that nice nice little niche gap which is quite nice. So, so you go out with you're part of the crew sometimes? No, no. I, don't, I don't run the fire engine. I'm, <laughs> I'm running <laughs> around the county like a headless chicken. No fair enough. <laughs> so yeah. So so that's that's why the fire service is involved and then my interest in older drivers just came from my grandma had um, dementia and I was driving in the car with her once and she said I get the clutch and the accelerator confused. 
and I was like gripping on the door handle going mm. but she felt like she had to keep driving because there wasn't an alternative and there was no like nobody in my family knew the rules about driving with medical conditions or Gosh, yeah so much so much to think about well I guess mm. people are going to hopefully sort of tie some of those uh, loose ends up if you like and, and learn a lot more at these uh, various workshops and so the first one is in Cambridge Wednesday February 21st 1 till 3 and uh, I'm sure people will learn a lot from that and we'll pop the details as well as to how to take part in it when we do the old listen again on the website we can sort of add the uh, uh, the links to uh, all of that but uh, uh, Kathleen thank you very much uh, for coming in uh, to join us telling us about that Kathleen Bowman who is road safety officer uh, for Cambridgeshire Fire and Rescue Service uh, takes us to 921 Cambridge 105 Radio